Longhorn Nation, we're back! Hey y'all, welcome back to yet another episode of Fire the Cannon. I'm Megan. I'm Rocky. And we have another amazing guest with us. It is Kevin Dunn. What up, y'all? Good to be here. You you know Kevin Dunn from the real world, actually. Real <laughs> world. Wow. Real world. That's what we bring wow. up for you. That's what now, we bring you up for Three you. months, 20 now. years ago. <laughs> all the hard work with Texas Athletics. Nope, nope. We don't, we don't acknowledge two that. Two different sir. radio shows throughout two different decades. Yes. LHN. And I get... No, I totally well, do. We're, we're, we're speaking to the ladies. You know Kevin Dunn from the real world. Now, this is our good buddy, our mentor, our friend, Kevin Dunn. He is on the radio every day, every afternoon on 104.9 The Horn FM. So you hear him, Longhorn and, yes. and Notre Dame <sighs> through the blood. No, Longhorn definitely through the blood. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but with my dad, I grew up in a household. You have to root for Notre Dame. And they get crapped on so much that I realized it's like love or hate. And it's just like, like Texas. Texas. Exactly. And so my, <laughs> actually my Irish blood at some point, in my twenties started to say, I'm really going to back up Notre Dame. Although I did my whole life, but it's one, two, three, Texas. Like yes. my dad and I have laughed when they, they were going to maybe meet up in baseball. And I said, well, I hope, you know, we beat y'all 11, nothing. And usually I would say 19, nothing, but 11, nothing's nice. That's kind. That's kind. Save, but you're giving some space. But save our pitching. <laughs> yes. So I don't yes. want this to be four, three, and twelve. So <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, look, I love y'all. Y'all are doing a great job. It's nice you said mentor, but y'all have run with this. So. Well, for those that don't know, Kevin and I have been friends for a while. We sit at the sushi bar and talk and eat sushi. And just last week. Your dad and joined us and we sat at the sushi bar coincidentally. And you sitting. busted his balls about Notre Dame, which was I great. Did. That that makes me happy. I Listen. loved it. Loved it. Well, you have to, everybody needs Mr. Dunn's Mr. Dunn's uh, insightful thoughts on what's happening at Notre Dame. <laughs> was so because funny. he's a genius and he knows his stuff about Notre Dame. So you uh, can't not ask him about the situation with Brian Kelly he's leaving so not Notre a genius. Dame. Yeah. Anyway, more importantly, Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! More importantly, Merry <laughs> Christmas. And we will, don't worry, we will talk Texas and Quinn Ewers and offensive line recruiting. We'll get to that in just a minute. Merry Christmas. And we have to ask, because we're all from different backgrounds, different places, but we're all from Austin. Mm-hmm. Unicorn. Austin. Like we all grew up in Austin. So we're going to talk quickly, if you'll let us our Austin Christmas traditions and what we love to do, and most importantly, our favorite Christmas song. Okay. So we're going to start with our special guest, Kevin Dunn. Uh, you know him from the real world. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm just teasing. Oh, you know God. him from 104.9 The Horn FM every no, afternoon. I don't care what you know me from. I know. No. <laughs> or, if you, or if you know me. Or if you don't know me, I don't give a fuck. You might not know him at all. But, yeah, all right. which I'm totally cool with too. All right. So, I would say I would say Austin Obviously, did you guys go, what was it, 34th Street? 32nd Street. Street. Get the actual street. My I just know where we're at. Bar. Yeah, yep, nasties. Yes. Look at you. <laughs> y'all, I'm a rugby player. I know nasties. But y'all, they didn't Amy's do it. ice cream. They didn't do it for COVID year. And why? You're outside, but I guess they don't want their house. No, no, no. No, they didn't. They didn't? No, they didn't. Listen, I Is am. Is it here this year, though, walking down the street? I am that person that gets really insane about Christmas lights. I love Christmas I love Christmas, Christmas lights. I, too. I put it mine today. My family, like one of our family traditions is to drive an insane amount of miles to go see 
courthouses lit up like in little cities, just like beautiful Christmas lights on everything. Give me something that sparkles and twinkles and I'm a happy girl. So for me, 32nd Street was always this like joyful moment to walk through and go through. Yeah, it's great. But one of the things that happened with COVID was you always got to go through their property, Backyard. oh, backyards. Yeah. Some of them let them go through your house. No, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you remember, they would have kegs and you would drink in the back. Yeah. Like, and part That's of this is when I was it. from like college, yeah. like we knew a couple of people that lived over there and they had to accept that on Christmas you do that. But Rocky, like you're, I mean, you're literally drinking in the back backyards. Yeah. I and don't what, remember drinking, but I've driven this through this. Oh, you did it wrong. Well, no, this I've been there a million times. Oh, yeah. walking it is better than driving yeah. it. Yeah. And and you would always, they'd have clotheslines out. And for the longest time, when I was a you kid, leave I didn't money. recognize you it. You leave tip. donation But then money. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I have some dollars. Here's a yeah. clothesline tip. Tip, Now tip, you tip. probably I thought it was the, a trash can. Now you probably scan the VR, the QR code for the Venmo, right? Like now. Right. No, exactly. That's so funny. Now you scan. Rock, Rocky's daughter, Nadia, who is just a, a queen. She is so awesome and Thanks. a lot like Rocky. Um, no, great combo, you and Richard. More I you. think she's a better combo of us than we are individually. Definitely. If that, that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, definitely more than Richard. No, I'm <laughs> Richard. I, I, I love Richard. Sorry, Richard. No, we're teasing. We we're love totally Richard. teasing him. Um, but she was doing homework. And it's funny because like, my my nephews and niece would have done homework, but by that time they were in Dallas. So anytime I was hanging out with them, it was like during holidays or summer. And I just 43 year old me, I had forgot that like they're doing all this online. I'm like, I know Megan's just like, are you kidding me? I'm envisioning like old school, you know, homework you got in front of you here. And it's like, what like as the walker rolls out, <laughs> listen. I'm good at math. You gave out two dope walkers today. Yeah, yeah. I did. I gave out two dope walkers for the walker old men. Like, listen, here's all the right. thing. We're all over the place. It's fine. I'm good at math. I'm, You're I good at math. Like no, no, no. no, we're yeah. great. No, this is great. So this is a special holiday edition, by the way. So we're just going to talk and have fun. And I hope you guys are enjoying listening. Just talk and have fun. So Megan, what happened with your holiday lights? My lights? Are we talking about my lights versus my week? My God. Okay, y'all. Listen, I don't have holiday lights up right now. Christmas is my favorite time of year. I always decorate like crazy. And we are going to talk about some Christmas trees. We're going to talk about the Christmas sparkle. But let me tell you, my past few days, I'm in the process of moving and buying a trailer so that I can live in that to find land to move my longhorns to to build and also buying a truck to pull the trailer listen it's like that stupid song the hole in the the, the hole in the bucket and the do y'all know what I'm talking about oh, when yeah. I say that Eliza there's Eliza, a hole yes. in the bucket dear <laughs> but, Eliza yeah. right but it turns into everything else that has been my life and then on top of that I had this crazy encounter on Saturday that I watched two people get shot dead which is insane yeah it's crazy tried to help a dog that got shot from people that were fighting with bullets and guns and the dog died in the car this is a true story the shootout in Floydville on Saturday Megan was there Megan was trying to help the dog that was injured and the person that was and involved the person involved <laughs> to be fair it started with the dog Megan, did start Megan, with the dog. <laughs> yeah Megan was 
all up in that and is still processing that information. And she's closing on her house, selling it tomorrow. So yeah, she's in the middle of everything. Thank you. So closing on my property, dealing with where the Longhorn's going to live, also dealing with police and that and, and then, dealing with kd podcast no, it's crazy. Katie's the, yeah. the worst and best i don't know i don't know <laughs> and then yeah no, i can't tell if this high level energy is because of these stories or just because this is just it's where what I we live. love about you this is just where i live as a person <laughs> i Katie. know like this is how i function as a human uh but yeah it, it's been kind of crazy because i'm dumb and apparently i schedule everything directly in a row so <sighs> this weird shooting happened while I'm trying to find land and also buying a trailer and also managing selling my house and also trying to buy a truck that can pull the trailer that I'm going to live in and also trying to find land to move the Longhorns to. Listen, my life is chaos, which is what I appreciate about y'all. Y'all ground me. Do you know that? You ground me. You ground me. All right. She means means we're boring. No, no, it's it's fantastic. But here's the thing. I'm sad because as I've been living in this crazy chaotic world, I haven't been able to put up Christmas lights. Do y'all know how that hurts my soul? It hurts my soul. All right, Megan. It'll give you a reason to find land. It will. It does. Okay, Megan. But if you could get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, which I'm going to. Which you will. What song would you play? That's going to break everyone down. What is Amy Grant, y'all? It's Amy Grant. Okay, I'm gonna pause it. Oh, you're gonna pause. Listen, has anyone ever heard this song? And you can tweet us and let us know that you've never heard it. That's Have fair. you ever heard this, Katie? I don't think so. Listen, all it's about okay, is... Okay, only Megan has heard this that, song. That might be fair. I wrote to you with childhood fantasy. Oh, That's oh. the song. No. Well, I'm all grown up now and still need help somehow. I like the song. All right. It's, so, a, it's, a, it's a lovely yeah. song. It is a lovely song. It's about a woman who loved Christmas growing up and realizes that the world is fucked up. And so she might not. That sounds like a Halloween song. Nobody here. Which is also my jams, y'all. Also my jams. Listen. Does she murder people? I, mean, I You know, maybe I would, but not her. I'm not a child, my heart can dream. It's all about being hopeful, though. It's so bad. here's my lifelong. I feel like it's building towards something. It is. It's it's so listen, it's Rocky picked towards, the worst part. I just played it, girl. Okay, that's Megan's Christmas song. Hey, that's bullshit. She and it turns it out, it turns out KD and I both love the best Christmas song oh, ever. Before you actually named the song, I called it out. And I yes. said, you go, I can't believe you didn't mention one song. Like, last Christmas. So we're on the same page. Christmas. 
Last Christmas, and and did you okay? So today on on your radio, you were talking about Christmas songs that you know Rod Babers was saying Christmas music is not good because you can't play it the rest of the year, and I completely agree with that. He but, was, but Rob Rob was in an extra salty mood. There. He Rob's was salty, bitter about shit. No, but the thing about Christmas music, we love though, you, Rob. There, the that song Last Christmas. You can play it all year long because it is oh, it's a so great song. good. All right, oh. let's move on. Quinn Ewers. Ooh. Oh, y'all. That, <laughs> that was a transition. Christmas. Did you like that smooth Merry transition? Christmas. Merry smooth. Christmas, like Longhorns. We give you Quinn Ewers, we, the highest rated quarterback since Vince Young. Katie, give it to us. What do you think about him? We, we can talk about the flipping back and forth. We got to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Think about where we're at. Like there were a lot of needs. And so quarterback's still one of them. I mean, I, I think it's easy to look at both those guys and look at everything around them. Everything starts with the offensive line. So Banks, hopefully Williams, Devin Campbell, any of these guys, and some of the guys they already have in the fold for the interior. Agbo. Agbo is Connor. Connor is going to be I a like Connor badass, Robertson dude. a lot. Yeah. And the kid from Westlake, Hudson, Hudson. No, Connor Robertson's kid from Westlake. Yeah. yeah Coleman. Okay. And then Hudson. Hudson's uh, already here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, the junior at Westlake's the guy they need to go get. And he's a. Oh, I saw his stats from the last few games. TJ yes. Shanahan. Yes. With um, the dark, wavy hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's, he's actually got a lot of 15 yard, 15 yard kind of late hits on him. Hmm. I like the aggressiveness, though. Which I kind of like. Yeah, well, dude. Well, listen, we, we, need, I we would much, that. I would much rather tame oh, okay. that bull than try and, oh, and fire that even, bull up to be something don't it's even not. don't tame him. Just let him be. Can let I say go. something as a, a person that deals with actual longhorns on a day-to-day basis? I want the spunk and the attitude yeah. from the get-go. I can work with that. Yep. If I have something that's just like boring and just going to run its course... Fuck that. That's not what I'm interested in. I want some that's going to like hit it and get excited. Yeah. And then we rein it in. Right. I'm the same with or pets. You just, or yeah. you just My best pets it. have been cats or dogs that really are tough to deal with the first couple of years. <laughs> yeah. And you can at least get them. Sorry. My dog is yeah. the worst. That's fair. Awesome though. She's great. And I'm we loving love her. her. I'm so loving much. her. Within an hour, she was, I had she's her calm great. down. Like no, she's, she's great. Took All an right. hour, but. Uh, All right. You know. So, Okay. Quinn yours. Quinn yours. So, so, so anyway, the offensive line is something that they have to focus on. Um, quarterback still was something they had to go get. And if you can upgrade with a guy like yours, he's got an incredibly quick release. He's got a generational arm. He does. Um, and he's actually going back to last year in his sophomore year, his stats were out of control. It's like what? 45, three touchdown to interception. I think 74% completion percentage with a quick release but he anticipates and he's got touch. And those two things don't always go with- You a, can't teach touch. Right. They don't go with an all quadrant reaching arm that yes. he has. And the anticipation goes with that. So I didn't like his attitude in the state championship game last year. And I thought he kind of came off, you know, a little bit pouty, but hey, Texas well, is- no, Texas the is, best team. Yeah, I guess that could be it. It could be because of Westlake. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Not biased at all. You, Mrs. Supporter of Westlake. Yeah. I am a big supporter of Westlake high school football. Okay, um, go on. No, but um that's the only negative I've seen. And that is no, I mean, you take him a hundred, you know, every single time, and you're gonna be really happy to have him. And hopefully he can be part of kind of building a really good culture here because 
everything I've seen with his arm is just stupid good. Okay, you're talking about skills and culture. Because you just threw that out there. He could be part of building a culture. I don't know him personally. I have not had a conversation with him. So I'm the last person to ever judge his personality or his intentions. Other people are questioning because he left his high school early, which I have no problem with anybody going to make money. I've never problem with you go make your money. You know your value. You know your worth. Go make that money because it might not be there in a year or 10 years. So I have no problem whatsoever with anybody going to make their money. So he went to Ohio State early, left South Lake Carroll senior season, didn't go there, went to Ohio State. We all we all know that. Ranked in at least a million bucks, way probably way more. I think 1.4. Yeah. yeah. And then he left Ohio State before even having enough snaps to affect his eligibility. Then he's coming to Texas. When you say culture, some people might question is hopping around Oh, okay, y'all. Some people is me. Let me be super Go clear. For it. Look, I, I agree with that, Rocky. I, I, let me say this. Any kid that commits to Texas, I will support all day, every day. Yes. I love that he wants to be a Longhorn. What I worry about and what I question a little bit is exactly what Rocky was talking about. We get into the question of, so this kid forgoes his senior season. Awesome. I get it. He made a lot of money. I respect that decision. But before he gets to make money for Ohio State, who gave him a lot of money up front, he decides, uh, I'm upset about not getting to play, even though he was a kid that should have been a senior in high school. He shouldn't have been playing his first year, right? That, that's, that would be my argument. But then he doesn't get playing time enough to affect his eligibility. And he goes back to a school that he shunned before. So how, how do you know he was upset that he didn't get playing time as opposed to just saying this guy's so good and I, I, I don't like the path I have in front of me? That's fair to say. But if I have a place that says, hey, we think you're worth one point four million dollars before you've thrown a ball for us as a school. And they pay you that money. And then before you take a snap, a meaningful snap. Yeah. And go, eh, I'm good. Yeah, no, it feels weird as hell. Right? So, so you're right. You're absolutely right. It's Katie. not him. The whole, this whole, this whole deal does of getting yeah. money without proving anything. Dude, yet. we are in the wild west right now. Yeah. No, and listen, I am a supporter of the NIL. I feels like Sam Bradford. <laughs> Sam Bradford going to the NFL is what Quinn Ewer is going into college early. Feels like they just pay him a ridiculous amount. I haven't proven anything. And then next year we'll say, whoa, nobody should be getting that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Look, I, I think we are in the Wild West. I think we're still figuring it out. And the thing that is so crazy about the NIL right now is that there's no, of course, the NCAA has been toothless for a long time. They should be the entity that's stepping up and saying, let's get some consistency throughout the 50 states that we are regulating. They're not going to do that. They have no power. Right. Yeah. So now we have 50 states that are trying to figure out what the fuck is going on between their football powers. Of course, Texas is now we were behind as a state. We were behind a little bit, but now we're emerging as like, oh, shit, we're just figuring this out. National All of a sudden. We've got a lot of money in the state and we have a lot of power 
with all of the recruits and the talent that we have in the state. So all of a sudden you're starting to see these deals and look, Aggies are mad right now. And anytime the Aggies are mad about what Texas is doing, that makes me feel like Texas is doing something right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, they shouldn't be too mad. They're killing it right now too. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. They're going to end up with and a higher rated class. And they could Absolutely. end up with the number one class. And, and Jimbo Fisher, as much as this hurts my soul to say, he's been taking the right steps at AM. Except wins at the end of the season. Well, there's that. But He's recruiting, yes. But we are watching teams evolve to the national, like the bar has been set, kind of. But again, it's a wild west, right? We're figuring out what we can do. And the state of Texas and its governance is figuring out holy shit, we have a lot of money here. We know that football makes a lot of money. Let's make a lot of money with NIL. They're figuring that out as we go. I do think there will be some needed regulation as we get further into this, but for the first two or three years, this is going to be bananas. We're going to see deals like Quinn Ewers making $1.4 million without throwing a football. We're going to see the Pancake Factory, which I love. I love the the, Pancake Factory. It has the charity portion of it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. charity in quotes well, but no no and the, look, but look, look. I, i'm only laughing because i i mean i've talked talked with um certain donors over the last couple of years and certainly the last year that wanted to find a way to get this done and that's a charitable way to do it actually everyone wins and they get a little bit of tax write-off and they get to actually buy what they're trying to buy right and and listen what true fans of texas have been yelling for a long time I love the fact that Texas has stayed above the fray for the most part. Look, I'm not going to be the person that we ain't the one with sanctions. Yeah. I'm not going to be the person that says Texas is perfect. We've never done anything wrong because that's bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, we know. We know. No program is perfect. But for the most part, Texas has been pretty above the fray. Yeah, there's levels. And so, you know, it's it's funny as you talk to more either ex-players or coaches and you realize throughout the years in college football, some of the people that are really, really doing it at a, you know, extremely unfair level. And that's the whole point about the 305C or uh, I think that's what it is. 503C. 503C. Something like that. 503. Okay, it's, it's, it's 503C. Yeah. 503C. Yeah. I know. I, I'm not right. 503C. There you go. 503C. You got it. You got it. I know. I Only the fifth try, but yeah, got it. Can be, everyone can win on that. Um, but obviously, other, you know, for, for it to be as unfair as it was for a lot of different people under the table, yeah. this is at least above the table, and it is unfair too. So I do think they're going to put some guardrails up. Agreed. And the, I'm not sure it's the NCAA. Because NCAA has wanted this to happen and they kind of, they were, they allowed to a certain degree, they allowed this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. In, in my opinion, Mm. the NCAA for a long time has been a reactionary program versus a. Absolutely. Versus a like, look, we're going to set the rules. We're going to, we've seen it time and again. The sanctions that came down on uh we're Penn so State. mad at Duke, we're gonna punish Wichita Northeast State. Yeah, right. That's what they do. <laughs> right, right. The the <laughs> sanctions that came down on SMU back in the day with the death penalty. Yeah. Versus they the, can't do that now. Versus the other schools that were 
had bag men left and right. SMU wasn't the only okay, school. Okay, Penn that. State should never be allowed to play football. No question. Yeah, again. yeah Brady no, and other stuff. Yeah, no question. Baylor. But but what Baylor. we what we that's my exact yes. argument. So we watched the sanctions come down on Penn State, which was justified. Mm-hmm. But then we watch Baylor skate free for the most part. Look, they have no authority. They had some yeah. bullshit. Oh, Ken Starr is fired and oh, whatever. But realistically, there was no actual consequences for Baylor. No, they've, they've gone much more away from actually ethical and moral matters like that. And they want to stick with no, did you pay to get a player? And yeah. and so you most of us, punished, yeah. most of us morally and ethically would say, no, what happened at Penn State was the worst thing they could yeah. fucking happen. You get punished more for getting a free lunch than you do for hiding rape. Right. right. Like literally with the NCAA. So anyway. Well, it's right. the same thing. Look at basketball. We watched OSU who did everything by the book. They went in, they self-reported, self-reported yeah. they brought everything They did everything, in. Uh, uh, they did everything after, but the after they cheated. Yeah, after yeah. they cheated, no They've doubt. they cheating for years, no, but yeah. No doubt, but they brought it to the attention of the NCAA, whereas other schools said, fuck you, NCAA, right. and didn't do anything. And the hammer all oh, the way Arizona down. dealt with all that. Right. Right. The way LSU, there's basketball programs that are in FBI reports and they just stuck the finger up like yeah, why nah. would they? They have no the NCAA has no subpoena power, they have no real power to make you produce evidence on anything. Because you would hope the school has some integrity, just, just little tiny amount. Why would they? Of integrity, Rocky. Yeah, why would they? All right, moving on. You jaded realist. My, moving on. <laughs> All right. So Texas, huge recruiting weekend. We talked about it. They have Quinn Ewers now committed. Huge get. We can admit that. Huge get. Mm-hmm. And, and people yeah, are saying generation, like you said, generational talent could be the make or break for Sarkeesian's career at Texas, having that quarterback that can run that system with Worthy and Robinson, Bijan, and, you know, on the, on the offensive side of the ball. So tell me, do you think, so Quinn is coming in, Malik, who we have been following for the last year and a half, diehard Longhorn, committed out of California, just won a state championship. How do you think Quinn Ewers' commitment affects, because he still has four years of eligibility, we have Casey Thompson, who we got to see shine before the thumb injury. And then that thumb injury really made a difference in his performance. Hudson Card, who started with the opportunity, but then it fell apart for him and doesn't got to shine or develop the way, but he still has the talent a lot of teams would take in yeah. the heartbeat. And then Malik coming in. He's got really good arm talent. And we saw a video of his performance in California throughout the playoffs. How do you think Quinn Ewers' commitment affects that roster, that quarterback room? It's a good question. And Hudson was the guy I was saying has really good arm talent. I think Malik does too, but Malik's definitely a project. And so what you can tell him is that Ewers does have, yeah, he gets the red shirt year, but he could also be gone in two years because that would be three years on campus, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what they're asking for. So he could be gone in two years. Malik could redshirt a year and still have three years to start. I mean, if you really want to play the math that way. And so Malik but Arch is, Manning is coming in two years. Okay, so that, okay, Rocky, thank you for is bringing he, that up. So here's the thing that I would argue to Texas fans. Listen, I, I agree. Quinn Ewers is a generational talent, but we have- Arm talent. 
arm, arm talent. talent. So, but we haven't seen. I him, still don't know what type of all, all around quarterback he's getting. We haven't seen him throw a ball in two years, right? And where's the leadership? My commitment. My concern. That's a question. My concern is that we have Casey Thompson, who has been waiting and waiting and waiting and stepped up and did really well until yes. he got hurt. Yes. We have Hudson Card, who's been trained and has real time as the quarterback. We have Malik Murphy, who's coming in and is a badass, right? Yes. In my opinion, we don't keep all four of those quarterbacks. Oh, no. no. Right? No. So no, you probably don't keep two of them, probably. Leave. Right. Yes. So Charles Wright, step up, Charles Wright. But my Austin argument here, ah. we, we saw a unique situation <laughs> with, with Texas football this year where we had a quarterback in card who was a starter and then didn't quite perform and a starter in Casey Thompson who did really well until he got injured. He got injured at OU and played through it, but clearly his play wasn't up to par after his injury. We saw the pictures of his thumb. Right. But, but you have quarterbacks who transferred out and, and here's the argument that I will make with the transfer portal. I love that it is available to players, but we all know we're not keeping four top tier quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So what happens with Texas next year? We're prone to injury and, and, and I don't love it, but it is what it is until it isn't right. Mm -hmm. So what happens when we pull in yours who hasn't thrown a single ball in college ball and we lose card or we lose Thompson and Malik maybe is on the fence. What happens if somebody gets hurt? I just, I, I worry about that for Texas. Yeah. I mean, that's why you can't lose all of them. Um, you know, I wouldn't worry about losing Casey as much, mainly because of how many years he has left. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got the least talent of all three of them. Um, I like Casey though. He may, he may be the best leader at all of them. I mean, I, I you don't know about that. And he obviously had a, a tough go of it with the offensive line this year, but you really want to make sure you keep one of those other young guys. I think is important. And I think Sarko probably, st- I don't know. I'm curious. Ask Rod today. I, I wonder if now that you get yours, the talk about getting a freshman, which would have been Malik and a veteran. And do you still try and go get a veteran? There's some good quarterbacks on the market to where Bo I think Knicks. Bo yeah. Nix, Keaton Slovis, Calzada, Calzada, <laughs> Calzada's <laughs> tough as shit. I don't Lord. want him though. Okay, okay. He's nuclear Lucia quarterback. <laughs> now, no, we'll we'll talk. man throws his fastball only. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk mm-hmm. about the transfer portal craziness in a minute, but I I agree. Like they they definitely need competition in the quarterback room. I do not for one second people are saying, "Oh, Malik could go somewhere else." Yeah, Malik could go somewhere else or but he is so committed and diehard and has been riding with Sark. Oh, and, I, lo- I and love him, man. I think he's coming and I have no doubt he's not ter- not scared of any kind of competition and he probably is just like watering at the mouth to compete with Quinn Ewers for the starting spot and nobody expects yes and nobody expects the freshman to come in and take that spot however you need competition you need people biting on their heels challenging them at practices making them compete at their best because that's when you roll out when you feel good about who's starting at the first game of the season 
you know that they really competed and earned that spot. So I don't have any problem with with I love I want as many quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, so they go quick, right? Yeah, just like running backs. Exactly. They go quick. Your true fandom, and certainly, I mean, this is Longhorn fans, and it has been for my whole life, is that like you have certain people that you want to win spots, like you just may, just because you've got a hunch or you know someone or you got a feeling or you saw something. Did you see that punt return down 42-7? He had some wiggle, whatever. <laughs> and and then down the road, if they get beat out, that's when you know, and you're cool with it, that's when you know that you really are team first. And I'm about Longhorns first. And we probably all had that. I remember Matt Rosenberg and Chris Carmichael in <laughs> oh, right field. Shit, you're bringing up some names Yeah, right I mean, now. to where, you know, I was like, <laughs> why is Rosenberg starting? And we ended up going really far and we're in Omaha and I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with Rosenberg. I'm good with starting. it. I'm yeah. good with it. Not oh, to Omaha, baseball. but I'm a Texas baseball fan. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> a lot of people said that about Zane too. Yeah. We, the Zane Gerwitz thing. Like yeah. We, I heard so many fans be angry that Zane was out there and do this. We went to fucking Omaha with Zane. So calm down. Yeah. Like calm down. Trust like, the coaches. Trust, trust the coaches. The coaches right? Yeah. Look. All right. Okay. So we kind of touched a little bit on the craziness of Texas recruiting and what's going on. So before we move on to the bigger picture of the world of college football and transfer portals and college coaches carousel, we're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, we have to tell you Gridiron Metal. So every week we tell you about gridironmetal.com, gridironmetal.com. And I looked at the site today because I ordered some cool stuff. So not only do they have all your favorite college teams, like every college, not just the Longhorns, but all your favorite college teams, but they have the military, all five branches. Sorry, they don't have the Space Force or whatever that is, but they have Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard for my husband. So my husband was in the Coast Guard and it is so hard to find Coast Guard gifts. I found, don't tell him, I hope he's not listening, but I found coasters and a spatula engraved with the Coast Guard logo and tumblers and mugs and everything with military. So if you have a friend or a partner or veteran who is active or veteran military or fire and police department, you can get custom ironwork products with those logos on them too, with the bright colors. It's amazing. So gridironmetal.com, go find your Coast Guard gifts because I'm not the only person who can't find Coast Guard. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Police, Fire Department, and of course the Longhorns in the right bird orange. Use the code CANNON12, C-A-N-N-O-N-1-2, CANNON12, and you will get 15% off. If you spend a hundred bucks, you get free shipping today. So I got coasters, a tumbler and a custom spatula, all of it delivered for 80 bucks with my discount, all custom, beautiful work. So do it. Great deal. My husband's going to think I spent a hundred thousand dollars, but I only spent 80 bucks. So don't tell him. All right, moving on. <laughs> it's a good deal. And the, the stuff deal. is really, really nice. Okay. Moving on the world of college football coaching carousel Oh my quarterback God. carousel. Do we even know what's happening right now? No. All right, Katie. <laughs> Katie We're in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> Katie, yes. what are your thoughts? Just first thing off your head, quarterbacks, coaches, everything. It's a mess. Transfer portal at go. I hope you're wearing protection, changing this many partners. <laughs> I mean, no, it is like, it is a, it is a fucking orgy. If I can say that. Yeah, it, yeah. It is, can it you is, say It's that? our podcast. Yes, you, you can, can say whatever you want. It is we crazy. Say whatever we want, yeah. I know y'all do. Um, 
So no, it's just, it's nuts. I mean, we've never seen anything like it. And a lot of it goes back to, I think there's empowerment for players, which is good, mm -hmm. but that opens up just everything where you can go wherever you want. And now they're going to really start be treating, they already were treated like adults, but now it's okay to do it. Right. It's mm -hmm. accepted. now. It's accepted. Right. right. And so I think everyone's just taking advantage of kind of themselves and we are losing it does make me like with guys like Roshan appreciate them even more. Yeah. He's like incredible team first yes. people. It's like, it's like a younger, it's like your daughter. I mean, it's like a younger person who's dealing with the crap they're dealing with, with their peer group and this, and this generation and they fight against it a little bit, like the team first, not me first. And I get the me first because it's been me first for everyone else, except for them the whole time. So if you want to do that, go for it. But some of these team first guys that are like, no, I'm sticking with the program. That's pretty legit. Yeah. So I love that argument. One of the things it's not that I, an argument, it's just like a weird take. I, well, you know? no, no, yeah. it's not weird. Yeah. That's honest. And one of the things I've seen from Aggie Twitter, my God, help me. Oh, it is I a terrible thing. What are you doing to yourself with that? I have it's too many Aggie friends. It's oh, my okay. fault. It's gotcha. my fault. I, gotcha. I have too many Aggie friends, but here's the thing. One of the things that they're saying to boost their I guess self-esteem, I don't know, is that they say that, oh, Texas is taking me first players and AM is taking we first players. So I, I I like the bumper sticker line. That's a great bumper sticker, y'all. Yeah. I'm in marketing. That's fantastic. Market the fuck out of that if you're AM. But I don't agree with it wholeheartedly, just in generally speaking, for exactly what you're saying. Roshan Johnson is a we guy. He is a team player that doesn't give a fuck about the tertiary existential, like all everything on the outer fray. He is worried about what the team does. And they're talking about recruiting right now with guys that have flipped probably right. for the NIL. It was so I, I it was get, a it was a Ewers. I comment. get what they're saying. And it may be a Banks and Williams comment too that. You're staying home when well, you weren't staying home before there's 150,000 maybe possible there. Agreed. Yes. But what I love is that we have guys like Derek Brown recruiting banks. Yeah. Right. We don't get banks without guys like Derek Brown. And to Derek me, Tobey Amade. Tobey <laughs> and, and we, we are pulling these players now in the past couple of years from, from recruits that have bought into the culture you can't tell me that guys that have bought into the culture and are selling Texas before they've even stepped foot on campus aren't we guys. Yeah. That that's my argument. Even, no, that's even totally guys fair. that who could have this year made the step for a shot at the NFL, Deshaun Jameson, or you know, there's overshown. Yeah. There's some players who could have moved on, but they bought in. That's what we've talked about. What's the one thing that does give me hope? Because I'm still skeptical about the actual numbers and statistics about this staff. What gives me some hope is to after talking to Tope Amade last week on our last episode, but also like the, the players who could have moved on and are coming back. Those aren't me first guys. They could no. have moved on to go get whatever they could get, even on a practice squad. They could be getting paid. They're coming back for we first and I know exactly the tweet you're talking about. And it took me everything not to respond, because, but I don't fight <laughs> with people on Twitter because I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. But 
yeah, we have we have players who are recruiting and behind the scenes or even vocally on social media to get these kind of other players Finley, on campus. Brown, yes. All in. Yes. All in. Yes. Yes. And so we have there, there's a, a group of players, the, the 22 class, 23 class, but also the seniors leadership on this class. But you have, like you mentioned, uh, Roshan Johnson. But then even you see the hottest player of this season was Xavier Worthy. If any time they caught him after the game and you were part of the post media, Katie, you were part of the post game media. Anytime they talked to Worthy after a big game, big numbers, big stats, what did he say? Thanks, O-line, for getting me the ball. Thanks, QB. No, he's for, a team guy. Yes, and all he did he showed was – that gutting it out injured that last game. Yes, all he did was deflect the – praise back to the O-line, back to the quarterback, back to the running back for setting up the pass. That's what he did every game. So when the hottest, biggest stat, all-American player on your team is saying, deflecting all the praise to everyone who helped open up his pass, that's not me first. That's we first. And that's why when people say, oh, Texas is me first. Okay, thanks for getting clicks because you mentioned Texas in your tweet because that's all you do. If you mention Texas in a tweet, you get likes. Good for you. But that's bullshit. It doesn't even make sense. And yeah. And so when when even players, like you said, players like, you know, worthy or the, the ones who are just like the big name guys. And Roshan Johnson, there's no bigger example of me of we first than Roshan Johnson. Give me a team of Rojo Mojo, and I'm all in. Oh, national no, champions, I, I, national champions. No, I'd, I'd take 22 of him any day of the week. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, quickly, just to wrap up. 23, because we need a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I do Fair miss enough. Cameron. I'm sad that Cameron's leaving. Yeah. I will say that. Is Cameron officially gone? I don't yeah. know. Did he announce? Uh, I haven't seen him announced. Maybe not officially, Ooh, but maybe, maybe yeah. Breaking news. I, well, I'm sure he's gone, Sink but he hasn't announced. Twitter. Okay. Um, no, the other thing, quickly, what's so stupid about that is, and, and that I was just saying, I think they're referencing those three guys, and you guys brought up a lot of good examples of what would totally disprove that, but just narrowing it down to like two or three guys, even in the recruiting class, like it's so stupid. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it, right. Like, right. Why, why are you in a an adult quote unquote because they're jealous that they're that. not paying anybody any like, money Listen, over like, the table but i'm about to say a lot of the a lot of these schools that are jealous about that are paying it under the table exactly. which i find funny that it's like certain mafia groups being mad at the other ones because they're actually being more above board about something yes, thank you <laughs> so i will say this i got in a fight with Aggie Twitter for a little bit. Oh no, girl! Don't with do it. with the thing when they were talking shit about, oh Texas has been they've been having bag men and blah blah blah. Listen again, I said this earlier. Texas hasn't always been above board, but for the most part, we do all right. Mm-hmm. But if you quickly Google corrupt college football teams, sanctioned A and M comes up as number seven. Yeah, no, that- all time. So you don't have an argument with me about now you mentioned smu earlier they were all cheating AM was right below that yeah. AM was at, at, a, at a pretty the serious Cheryl, like oh they offered cars and transams and still lost recruits hey he drove so, it he drove it out yeah, he did he drove it to smu That's right? just so fantastic. <laughs> well but even in 2021 that shit's happening under the table all day every day that shit happens all the time and now yeah dude i love that about ut is that nil has kind of evened out the cheating right 
And where Texas benefits. Which is the only reason I'll go to the SEC. <laughs> where Texas benefits is like, hey, for the people that wanted bag men, we're still rich as fuck. Sorry, that's elitist, but it's honest. But also we can offer you a top class world renowned scholarship or in and, the and, best city in the world and degree in the number one ranked city in the world. Oh, hey, and you also like we kind of like football here too. Who knew? Got yeah, a lot going for it. Yeah, for like, those of you who didn't know, go to money. I think it's like co.uk or something like that, and you'll see that Austin was rated the number one city in the whole world to move to for economic progress. Crazy. It's crazy. All right, let's wrap up, and we're gonna finish with one quick note about volleyball. Well, good job, uh, ladies. Listen, good job, ladies. You know what? This is how good your program is when you when you fall when you go out in the elite eight. You're mad like, about it. Yeah. Listen. Like, what the hell, Jared? <laughs> can can we say? I would like to say something about if you have never, as a Texas fan, if you have never been to a volleyball game oh, at the you're Greg, not, no, you, you're, you're not, not doing a, Texas fan. You're not right. a Texas fan if you haven't been to a volleyball game. It it is two best atmospheres for Texas sports. Volleyball, mm-hmm. Dish Falk Field, and Gregory Gymnasium. For Thank you for saying that because I will argue the same thing. Listen, I'm a football girl. I love it all day, every day. You give me a region that Arizona State uh, bullpen that had to trot down to left. Yep. Field. One mean, of those guys DM me because I ended up following them, or I ended up um, tagging them, which I've been told don't tag players, and I'm like, I don't tag recruits. You're a different try dude. Not to. Players are different. I'm like, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was tagging them mainly because I was giving them a lot of love because it was when. They didn't have anyone in the bullpen. Which player? Arizona State. Oh. And so he's in the bullpen. He comes out cold. Yeah. And has but, to but, walk past but left they, field. They had to go, oh, yeah, run. No. They had to go, well, they had to go run down to left field because they had no one in the bullpen. And they're just getting killed. And this guy was like laughing it off. And I was oh, like, I like yeah. that. Respect. So, so agreed wholeheart. Katie, thank you for bringing the gravitas to Are this argument. Me? Baseball. Listen, I I, I often get shunned for my opinion about baseball here, but baseball losses sting as much, if not more, to me than football losses mm-hmm. do. That's fair. Here, here's the thing: I love football, and football consumes my life. It is bullshit how much I love football. But no, I'm with you. Baseball is life, dude. Like, if you are a Texas fan, but you've never been to the dish. I might fight you about being a Texas fan because or volleyball. It yeah, volleyball too. It is a different atmosphere when you show up to the dish or you show up to the Greg. It is just a different feeling for being there and what it means to the fans, what it means to the players. Listen, I've been to the dish where I can heckle and talk to the players, heckle the opposing team. They hear me, y'all. I don't care what you do at DKR. Those players don't know what you're saying. The refs hear They me. don't hear you. <laughs> but at the dish. They may hear you. Yeah, the that's fair. Close enough to. The refs fair. hear me. That's right. But at the dish, I have an effect. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about baseball. That's what I love about volleyball. You have an effect as a fan. I, see, I feel like we, I've had an effect before, and all of us have at football and basketball games. But yeah, it's more direct. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, you're part of a collective. Houston, when David Klingler goes yeah, to hand you're, signals right away, but you're part of a collective. Oh yeah, you're part of a collective. Yes, without a doubt. But yeah. in football, you can be so loud on a third down they have to call a timeout, or but you can be so loud that they false start. Like there's ways in football 
to be so loud you affect the game and agreed I, that's i i will i absolutely agree volleyball is an insane atmosphere because it's so condensed and so right on top of the game i would argue that baseball is a great atmosphere but i think as far as the energy football to me is higher energy than a baseball and i've been to regionals at at dish fall so i just didn't even in regionals have you been to a super regional (laughs) have you watched cody clemson throw the horns up i was at a super regional with two years ago whenever two or three years ago whatever it was but i with the davises ryan and shiner davis they were sitting with us and no, it was, it was a great atmosphere. It just was not a football on, on Saturday night with with West Virginia down by five. That's fair. That's no, fair. That's, fair. that's, that's my, but if you've never witnessed Cody Clemson throwing the Clemens. horns, Clemens. Clemens, sorry, yeah. this is me drinking too much y'all. That's we, my we fault. know, you know, but Cody Clemens. Clemens, like throwing up the horns, to the Aggie dugout oh, that was great. as he shut him down in Super Reach. Like, dude, that, I live for that. Like, yeah. I am super, like, I love me some football. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I will be to every game. Every, but every that, night's different. Every night's different. Well, I'll say this too, that I think the best football moments I have, and I mentioned 90 Houston earlier, I've still never heard that stadium like that. Yeah. I mean, it was. Houston's weird rocking well they had beaten our ass three years in a row which is and weird for houston i know go back to andre <laughs> where david klingler yeah i don't know i think and the wild where the bad men were actually playing at dkr in the last 10 years west or virginia. so west virginia yeah. when um, lsu notre dame was pretty crazy notre dame was nuts it was nuts but to me like i feel like that notre dame to me the west virginia game has still but the first time they came with gino davis was it gino davis gino, yep. smith. gino smith. smith thank you gino Tavon smith. austin yes Tavon austin when they came that night it was like the 45 43 whatever that game was that to me, and I remember we were jumping like this that is was the a first jump around. Jump around. And the West Virginia fan next to me turned around and said, Is it always like this? And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. it has never been right. like that. Yeah. But I will say this about the first year that West Virginia was here, 2013. You were there, Rocky. I was there at West Virginia. It was hype. It oh was yeah, crazy. I was there. I have been to every. But it was single... no DKR night. No the DKR agreed. was live. DKR threw it up. Yeah. But I have been to every Texas at West Virginia game and mm-hmm. every West Virginia at Texas game since then. Nothing matches the Nothing. energy of that night. It yeah. was crazy. That was the wildest night at DKR that I can remember. All right, let's wrap it up because we went on <laughs> way too long and we had a list of things to talk about, but we just talked about whatever we wanted to talk about. I know, about. I love it. Which, what we do. which made it great. I and I hope you enjoyed listening. And I hope you're like shouting back at your radio or your <laughs> or your phone because you're hearing us thinking like, ah, I know that, I remember that, or I disagree, or I love it, whatever your thoughts are. Kevin Dunn, you know him from 1049 the whole name. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not the real not world. the real world. oh god you know it. no i know i love you kevin dan is our real friend in real life which is the best part no y'all are great this was fun this was just like us bullshitting yes thank welcome you welcome to our yeah. podcast you can do this friend. whenever i've been on before but i haven't been tomorrow on tomorrow the, seven o'clock no, I'm just <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you. Thank will you, will for, you cook again? Yeah. yeah I will cook again. Thank you for joining thank us. Thank y'all so much. Dad. Love y'all. I'm Megan. And I'm Rocky. And we are Fire the Cannon. <laughs> <laughs>